Amen. I'm very, very excited to be here. And I thank God for this opportunity to minister the undiluted word of God unto you. Amen. This word I'm about to minister to you, the Lord shared it with me. He put it into my heart and into my spirit. And I can guarantee that it's going to bless you like it blessed me. Amen. Amen. All right, let me ask you this. Does your prayer work? When you go on your knees to pray, how many times do you get answers to them? Mm -hmm. Tell me. When you go to God in prayer, how many times do you get answers to them? (laughs) Let me guess. Not much. After you fast and pray, after you sow a seed in faith and talking about money, and after all the hours of tongues speaking, and after the laying on of hands by great pastors, <laughs> how many times do you get that miracle? How many times do you get that healing, that testimony? Let me guess. Not much. For the record, I'm not against fasting and prayers, okay? I'm not against tongue speaking. I'm not against laying on of hands. I'm not against these things. But if you're doing something over and over again and you're not getting results, common sense says to stop it and do a little self-evaluation. Figure out if you're doing something wrong. The simple question, am I doing something wrong, is very, very insightful. I get sick and tired when people call God a slow God. I get tired when I hear people go like, why do I have to cry on God so many times before he hears my prayer? And you know what? What's really unbearable? Is seeing spirit-filled believers, tongue-speaking believers, move from the church to spiritual altars, to soothsayers, to horoscopes, to black magic, to shrines, in search of quick results to their spiritual needs. That's, that's so unbearable. That's unacceptable. That's wrong. That's so, so wrong. So today, I'd like us to look at the subject, why your prayer fails. Why your prayer fails. (laughs) Yeah, some people went like, why my prayer fails? Yeah, you're right. Why your prayer fails? Why it doesn't rise above your head? And I believe there are some great truths, the Holy Spirit, would reveal to you through this message and I can guarantee that after the service that long awaited breakthrough will manifest oh you didn't hear me I said from today forward that long awaited breakthrough will manifest that expected job will fall into your hands that special grace will fall on you the treasures of God 
darkness will be shown to you oh boy there's gonna be a supernatural increase i see permanent solutions in the atmosphere i i see an overflow all around us today the heavens will touch the earth divinity will meet humanity the spirit of the lord will saturate the entire atmosphere and the impossible will be made possible if you believe let me hear every sounding amen please go with me to the 11th chapter of the book of mark and we're going to read from the 20th verse through 26th verse mark 11 verse 20 to 26 mark 11 2026 i want to show you some roadblocks to prayers the reason you're receiving zero answers to your prayers is because of some of these roadblocks mark 11 verse 20 to 26 i'm reading from the new king james version now in the morning as they passed by they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots and peter remembering said to him rabbi look the fig tree which he cursed has withered away so jesus jesus answered and said to them have faith in god now underline the phrase have faith in god you might want to add the word constantly so that it reads have faith in god constantly that's exactly what the amplified version says have faith in god constantly now the first why to your failing prayers write it down your faith withers frequently your faith withers frequently the word waver here describes the flickering nature of a light bulb i call it the flickering faith you know the faith that's on in the morning and off in the evening flickering faith some of you have that kind of faith for example on sunday you hear a powerful faith sermon you stand in prayer believing god for financial breakthrough believing for more business sales for more customers you speak all the things in the world and seal the prayer with a money envelope you get home the same day so hyped up lifting your hands in worship and saying lord i believe i have it in the mighty name of jesus lord i believe i've received it in in the mighty name of jesus yes i see it and once i can see it i know it's mine i know i have it in the mighty name of jesus amen the next day which is monday you leave for work and things get really worse the machines break down your purchase orders didn't come through and nobody absolutely nobody showed up at your shop to buy anything the person who came to the shop came to sell you something <laughs> not to buy anything so you come back home 
miserable you come back home distressed and desperate you feel so miserable that the last thing you want to do is pray if this is your behavior if this is your daily routine then tell you what you got a flickering faith a faith that wavers a faith being tossed around like a toy by the waves of life if this is how you live then you're living by sight instead of by faith for without faith it is impossible to please god for he that cometh to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him faith is supposed to be the evidence of the prayer request know what you're seeing right now know what you're seeing around you the book of james says if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of god now how are you going to ask in prayer right and it shall be given you so as you can plainly see james is assuring us that god will surely give us what we ask in prayer praise god our lord is a prayer answering god and then he continues but let him ask in faith nothing wavering no flickering sometimes we miss this part for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed now here's my favorite part the next sentence for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the lord are we clear so if your faith has been wavering you might as well understand already why you are not receiving answers from the lord so let's return to our bible test i'm at verse number 23 right now of the book of matthew the 11th chapter i'm reading matthew 11 verse 23 for assuredly i say to you whoever says to this mountain underline says to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says will be done underline those things he says he will have whatever he says and underline whatever he says so you should now have says to this mountain those things he says and whatever he says underlined these important phrases point to the second why your prayers don't reach anywhere write it down your words your words let me tell you something beloved one of the biggest roadblocks to your prayers is not the prince of persia it's not the family witches it's not the spirit of delay it's not principalities you got it all wrong it's not spiritual wickedness in high places the major roadblock to your prayers is right below your nose man it's your mouth all this while that little opening in your face 
the two lips and a space between them that is what has been nullifying your prayers if you have doubts about this ask Zachariah Zachariah was blind because he wouldn't shut his mouth he said to the angel what proof do you have he provoked the angel with his mouth and had his eyes blind the 13th chapter of numbers recalls a plague that struck 10 out of 12 spies dead because of their mouth they said it was impossible for them to inherit the promised land so they got what they said i wonder why you spend so much time praying against the devil the demons and the enemies and forget to pray against your thang your own mouth james calls it unruly evil <laughs> full of deadly poison King david said in psalm 39 that he will keep his mouth with a brittle why because your mouth can either make you or destroy you some of you go to god in prayer asking for wisdom that's a good thing that's a good prayer you need wisdom to make the right decisions wisdom to manage your resources wisdom to manage your business whatever but immediately immediately you make a mistake you insult yourself you fiercely go like oh i can't believe i did that i'm so stupid right there you're calling yourself a fool you're calling yourself stupid crazy at that moment your prayer for wisdom cancels you just canceled it with your own words <laughs> I got a question for you if you asked God for wisdom a moment ago and you believed you received it why call yourself foolish why call yourself stupid you need to always act like the Bible is true act like you got the healing immediately you said amen to the prayer despite the symptoms growing worse I'm not saying to deny that you're sick no 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 you're sick all right and it's cause you're sick that's the more reason you ought to call yourself healed you don't call yourself healed when you're already healthy <laughs> you don't call for darkness when in a dark room you call for light and the reason you're calling for light is cause you know you are in darkness and the reason you are calling for healing is because you know that you are sick. The Bible says in Romans 4 that God calls the dead to life and calleth things that be not as though they were. When God sees darkness, he doesn't call darkness, he calls light. When he sees death, he doesn't call death he calls life and as children of god we ought to follow the same steps don't ask for life during prayer and call yourself dead after prayer that cancels the prayer automatically having this in mind let's look at verse number 24 therefore i say to you 
whatever things you ask when you pray believe that you receive them and you will have them underline the phrase whatever things you ask now think about it for a moment isn't that good news thank god now you can ask absolutely anything in prayer once you believe you receive them you have them no that's where we miss it the word whatever there doesn't mean we can just ask about anything from god no 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 no. i don't think so some pastors preach this verse especially after fundraising and make it look like you can ask god for anything absolutely anything and he will do it for you i completely understand that because it seems like that's what this verse is saying but that's not it that's not it turn with me to first john 5 14 first john chapter 5 the verse number 14 and here john quoted the same thing but he put it in the right perspective i want you to see it for yourself i want you to see it for yourself i read first john 5 14 now this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us note he didn't say if you ask just anything he hears you he said if you ask anything according to his will then he will answer you this brings us to the third why your prayers fail write it down your prayers are baseless Some scriptures you use are not relevant to your prayer request. Some scriptures that some of you all use, they are absolutely opposite to your prayer request. These things explain why your prayers are baseless. One funny prayer is, Father, I thank you for everything that you have done for me. Lord, my rent is due my landlord is demanding his rent i have no money on me i'm completely broke but i know she can do all things please help me give me money show me your glory i know you won't put me to shame in jesus name amen now if you've been praying this type of prayer repent amen repent that's a baseless prayer it has no basis how do you know god will give you the money what's the guarantee has he written it anywhere where he will give you money what gives you the assurance that he will provide you with the money sometimes we assume god is just like our earthly fathers most people think if they cry at him he will see their tears and have mercy on them but hey let me tell you what take the canaanite woman for example she cried to jesus for about an hour in matthew 15 but jesus christ wasn't moved tears don't move mountains our faith does it takes an unwavering faith in god's word to move mountains not tears amen 
in your notes write this down God's word is his will and the only way you know he will help you is when his word says he will <laughs> faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God when you hear God will protect you then faith comes that way you have confidence and are fully persuaded that he will do what he has promised so henceforth go to the scriptures look for scriptures that have the word will or something similar and base your prayers on them those are the promises that produce faith when you hear them for example Psalm 91 3 says the Lord will save you from the snare of the fowler very powerful verse Philippians 4 19 says God will meet all your needs according to his riches in glory first Peter 5 10 says God himself will restore you will strengthen you and will establish you when you base your prayers on the promises of God they fall in line with his will and God delights in answering those kind of prayers amen We've just looked at three reasons your prayers fail. Number one, your faith wavers frequently. Number two, your words. Number three, your prayers are baseless. My time is up. Next week, we will look at the last five reasons your prayer fail. And I'm completely, I'm totally certain that they will enlighten you like never before. God richly bless you.